systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Who who got you on the leg? Where'd you get scratched up? Where? You're just uh, right now. I know. Yeah. Look at that! It's on your um, right thigh. I think the it was the dog. Yeah. Because I oh yeah because I picked her up to do something she she wouldn't get up on the bed so I picked her up and she scratched me. Tell your boyfriend to play a little bit oh, nicer. Stop oh stop it! Shame on right? you. Is that always funny whenever mystery bruises show up, especially around thighs? It's too easy. Yeah, but I've got a scratch there and I've got two scratches on my arm, which would be more of an indicator that we have pets. Or more than just AJ is kind of a calamity and always bumping well, and scratching into I things. I am a calamity. I can, t- <laughs> I can admit that. Well, howdy ho, everybody. Welcome on back in. Pat AJ Podcast, uh, back after a week, uh, I don't know, vacation, delay, whatever. It, took it was a, so funny. Took we a were, week off, we were just sitting around watching The Office now. And Pat goes, when do you have to leave for dance? I'm like, I don't know, like an hour. And he goes, we got to record our podcast. And we just, we realized it because we both had free time that we don't normally have. Yeah, right. Like we never have free time. (laughs) We're both sitting around like, why are we both just looking at each other conversing? Why are we watching The Office for no reason? Something's wrong. (laughs) Well, thanks for uh, waiting, everybody. Thanks uh, for being. Episode 126 of the podcast here in Arizona. The yellow snow is falling. And that's not snow that's been peed in and then thrown at you. Um, that is just the poof of spring and flowers. And that's why if you hear me blowing my nose, it's because my seasonal allergies decided to arrive today and say, hello. I found out what it's called because a bunch of it was like in my car. And I, I'm like, what the hell is that? It's in our pool. Yeah. It's called yellow snow, the Palo Verde blossoms. There's all these gorgeous. Oh, they're beautiful. Yellow trees yeah. around the area, except the little, you know, the little leaf flower things just come right off and oh, uh, yeah. it's it, it it's all pollen like that's all it is i i felt so bad bees are just overwhelmed bees are they're tripping, like oh my god they're tripping balls right now like yes <laughs> my nose is doing the same thing i had to tell my clients this morning i'm like listen didn't pick up a you know like nasty cocaine habit or it's anything not COVID. It's, you know it's not covid eyes are on bloodshot and i'm no. smoking the ganja it's literally i woke up and the sniffs were there Anyways, that's uh, what's happening here. The reason why, you know, the podcast was delayed there for a bit was because of the other kind of snow. That'd be the snow in Wisconsin. AJ decided to take herself a vacation uh, back home and then gets herself stranded there for uh, like a day late and a dollar short. And uh, how was that whole adventure? How you doing, it was, Scotty? It was. I'm. St- I just realized how old I am. I'm still tired from it. Plus, I work like <laughs> overnights this week, so it's just like I, I have to just accept that I will not get caught up on sleep. So now you left the Thursday before Easter. Yeah. Okay. So that Thursday of Easter weekend uh, is when you and our son flew Tucson uh, all the way up there to Milwaukee. And then you were supposed to come back on Monday. Yes. And you were already semi-contemplating pushing your flight. Yeah, because we left at like 1 in the afternoon and didn't get back to Tucson until like almost 10 o'clock. And with the time change, 
That's pretty wild. Yeah, I'm like, you really... We're, That's we're, pretty hard to kill that much time going from the Midwest to the West Coast. I, I never even looked to see what our layover was, but I'm like, well, it's got to it? be long. I never looked. I don't okay. know. Nine but hours. I, it, I'm like, it has to be because we, we're gaining time back, so it shouldn't be that. And I'm like, you know, this is dumb because I'm like, we're going to get home at like 11 o'clock. Our son was probably not going to go to school the next day anyways. Mm. So I was like, why don't we just stay an extra day and leave in the morning on Tuesday? Because there were short, way shorter flights. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously it's not only four hours, but on paper it looks like four hours because of the time change. Sure. Um, but then as I was changing my flight, it got canceled. The Monday flight got canceled, so I would have had to do it anyways. That is... So, um, and it was, it was it totally worked out I mean, one, yeah, better. that's kind of the universe telling you what to do, right? Yeah. Like, no, you I mean, stay I place. shit you not, it was while I was um, texting. With Delta, mm. so it all worked out just fine. Remember when that happened to me? The same thing happened. God, that happens to our family sometimes. We should listen to Delta. Delta, you know what we really need to do. Remember when I was trying to dip out of Hawaii early? Yes, and I was literally booking my flight back, and then Delta's like, "I don't know what happened, man. They just canceled it." I'm like, "What do you mean?" And I, I don't know. I, you can't take it now. Yep, I specifically remember saying that's the universe's way of telling you to stick yeah. it out and stay, stay put. And you know, so so you kind of had that decision made for you. You st- you stayed the extra day, yeah. and you and you wanted to besides just for like travel logistics. You were you, you had a few other things you wanted to accomplish while well, you were in Milwaukee. Yeah, I didn't work until three p.m. on Tuesday, and I'm like. Worst case scenario, we get delayed. I get home like right when I work, but it all worked out. We got home at like eleven yeah. thirty noon. I napped. I went to work. Mm. But yeah, no, I just I I had a lot to take care of at my parents' house. That was a big trip. How was the big Wisconsin return home? I it, mean, you come back and it fucking snows. I mean, come on, talk it, about it. It was great. I mean, the snow wasn't a big deal, but it was just it was a great trip. I got to see so many friends and family. It was hard to leave. But God damn, the weather sucks up there. Man, I didn't see the sun for the entire time we were there. It was either cloudy or then all of a sudden it was snowing. I mean, I hate to sound spoiled, but in Arizona, like, it's a weird day when you don't see the sun. So I'm not used to, like, overcast every single day. Tucson is literally the sunniest. If you go per day, the sunniest place in the U.S. of A. Like they say, Tucson, a sunny place for shady people. Yeah, that's but, why we're here. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is. We are just, I mean, that's, we do not deal with anything but sunshine every day. Usually, it's the opposite out here. You're trying to avoid it sometimes. So, you're out there, nothing but overcast. You avoid. Which I expected. Yeah, right? Yeah, fine. You avoid the snow, but then the day you're supposed to go home, booyaka, you wake up. Yeah, I um, I didn't open the curtains to the hotel room, so I was actually, I was walking down the stairs, and I looked out, the, I just glanced out one of the windows on the stairwell, and I, I was in such shock that I didn't believe that was actually snow. I'm like, it fucking snowed, it's the end of April. Yeah. But I'm like, why am I surprised? I lived in the Midwest for a good portion of my life. It was just, I really thought maybe late April we could avoid it. Um, but I'm really, I'm not going to complain because I would say it's a dusting. It did stick for an, until about like one in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But oh my God, did Michigan get hammered. They, they, get, they get hit hard? Like inches. Fuck. I mean, just, oh my God. I just, yeah, no. And it was just like, my sister was, she's like, I got to walk the dog and it's snowing. And I'm like, I... Like, it's just, it's such a bummer. Like, everybody is just so bummed out this time of the year because they're so desperately wanting some vitamin D. Yeah, that's what, I mean, you really did show up. Um, you know, what, this is just the, the, the shit end of winter because, yeah, you've been through, especially in, like, Wisconsin, the upper Midwest, you've gone through 
the entire thing, and it's like you're just drained, yeah. and you're ready for the break. That's why, of course, famously, what do you do in the Midwest when it hits 45 degrees? You got fucking shorts and a t-shirt oh, yeah. on, and you're grilling, right? I say it's. I think it's like 60 yeah. there today, and everybody's yeah. like, I'm outside! Abso- absolutely, because you're at the... So you came in at the tail end when people are just... There's no more positive juice to get squoze out of no, them. Because They're I, like, fuck this. Well, I know they had some 70 degree days before yeah. I got there. Which so. is like just the fucking tip, right? It is. It's, it's, it's just and they, the and, tip. And, and, and as uh, a Midwesterner, you know that. You know it's not going to last, but uh-huh. you're just soaking up every... It was so funny though. Like we got in at like... Um, geez, what was it? It was almost midnight. Yeah. And, and, and you guys flew, by the way, you flew Tucson... Uh, International Airport. First time at Tucson. By the way, what did you think of Tucson? Loved it. Loved it. Loved Great it. small airport. Great small airport. Good looking airport. Nice, yeah. easy. Uh, so you flew Tucson to Atlanta because it's Delta and everything goes through Atlanta. Yeah. When you die, Delta takes you through Atlanta. <laughs> so you had to go to Atlanta. How much time did you have in Atlanta? Oh, geez, like an, maybe an hour. Okay, so Not you even. pinged right from Atlanta up yeah. to Milwaukee to Mitchell. And then, but you, then remember, we lost time because they're two. Okay. They're an hour, two hours ahead. So I think, you've been hours. traveling all day, yeah. right? She's got the one flight. She got the next flight. She shows up to Mitchell. What time do you get to Mitchell? It was close to midnight. Close to midnight. Yeah, so you like got on. So you got on a plane three o'clock West Coast time, and you step off, and it's midnight. Yeah. In Mitchell. And you go and you get your bag. The bag shows up. Yeah, everything was super smooth. And then you go to get your car. And there's nobody at the car rental counters. I mean, for all the companies, there was one person there for, I think it was National and Alamo. And I made the mistake of renting through Dollar, which, you know, I did. AJ which, just lets it all fly these days. She says all the brand names. I don't give a shit. I'm not, <laughs> We're so trained from working on FM. Like, you'd never name anyone because your fucking GM would say, they're a potential client. And they you've spend now, money. you've offended a potential client. So, but, okay. So, so you booked a Dollar. I mean, I've had a, ho- I had a yeah. horrible experience with Hertz years ago, so I will never so use them again. So you're anti-Hertz. I love Fuck it. Hertz. So, so, um, so you get, so you get there there's three two were staffed one's no, no, not no no there were like right, there's a jillion there was like six okay. and one had okay. one person that was it so and, and and by the way i'm out here in arizona and i've been getting kind of text all day from them and i'm concerned right you got your wife and your son they're both kind of anxious folks when they travel and i'm you know wondering how it's going and I'm getting these updates. Everything's kosher. My kids texting me like, hey, dad, everything's all good. Everything was super smooth. And then it was like right when I'm getting ready to go to bed, I get the, hey, we landed. And then it started. And it was, I don't have my car. What the fuck? Motherfucker. And like she, when when AJ starts randomly swearing in text <laughs> to me for no reason, I know she's losing it because she wants to say it out loud, but can't. Well, no, I'm not a Karen. I wasn't. <laughs> so you're typing it to me. Uh, there was, it was us and another family and this poor guy who's there for like Alamo National. And he's like, I can't do anything for the other companies. It's and not I, his company. And me and this chick both called dollar and said hey we're getting in at like midnight are you guys gonna be there and they said yes we're there till 1 a.m clearly not true he goes yeah they leave at like 11 every night and he goes this happens every night okay so not not a new problem according to other uh car and i just felt bad for this guy because he has to take the ire of all the dollar pissed off people so he's like they left and i'm like so what does that mean he goes (laughs) what does that mean he's like i can't help you and i'm like are you telling me they don't just like leave the keys like we have cars reserved and he goes, no. You just got to 
Find other transportation. Would, and here's the other thing, and one of my friends pointed it out. Milwaukee is shit for public transportation. It really is. I'm surprised they have public buses. Like, they are just... <laughs> that that city has they been... They barely got a few buses barely. around. Yeah. That city has been stuck in the past since I was a kid, and even then they were stuck in the past. Don't they, they have a trolley now? Didn't you guys get a trolley? <laughs> I'm serious. I sort of Christ. Isn't there like a downtown yeah, it Toronto? It goes from like one side of town to the other. <laughs> if you want to get to one trendy place to another, <laughs> that's your place. They've been talking about trains and and all uh, kinds. But, but that high speed rail is supposed to go from it's supposed to go from uh, Chicago to Milwaukee to Madison yeah, to that a cute Minneapolis. Idea that they never followed what through the with. Fuck? So one of my friends is like, you know, Milwaukee is shit for public transportation. How are you getting home? Um, I didn't even have the Uber or Lyft app on my phone. That's funny. So this other lady, she Gotta download it. Oh, such a nightmare. Well, I and and our son, I'm like, who are you calling? And he goes, I'm calling Auntie Jody. <laughs> Your son's problem solving. And He's I like, was like, call my aunt. And she didn't answer. And I was like, that's a great idea, but she didn't answer. I'm like, you know what? I'll call her. Yeah. And I did, and she answered. That's so funny. And she, her husband had just gotten home from like a work trip. She's yeah. like, because they both had the next day off. She's yeah. like, oh, we'll come get you. It's yeah. fine. There you go, your so sister. Not- and, and, and your sister lives close. Re- relatively close. She lives on the south side of Milwaukee, which yeah. is close to Mitchell. So Then the best part was I took an Uber. I spent $45 on an Uber to get so, back yeah. down to the airport so, the So next day. your sister picks you up um, yeah. and then drives you to your hotel, which is all the way out in the suburbs. Yes, so you take, my parents' So house. your sister essentially was your Uber that yes. night, right? So your sister picks you up, takes you all the way out to the suburbs, drops you off, which still leaves you... Without a car. Without a car the next day when you begin your little vacation. And it's a problem because my parents are disabled and don't have a car. So I'm like, there's no way for anybody to get anywhere right now. I'm like, I can Uber to their house, but if they have to run errands, I, I can't get them anywhere. So I'm like, screw it. I will pay the money to Uber back down to the airport and get my car. I get there at like probably 11.45 the next morning. So 12 full hours later, still nobody at the desk. They're like, if you have a car through Dollar, you need to go to Hertz. And I was like, fuck Hertz. I didn't rent through Hertz. I don't want to deal with Hertz. Uh, but I did. I didn't complain. I was just so tired at that point. I'm like, just give me my car. I paid. It was paid for. It was paid for already. It's even the worst. Oh, my God. And then it was so funny because these people next to me were not going to take the insurance on the car. Oh, take the insurance. And I like, I was told, I, I don't usually butt into other people's <laughs> conversations, but I totally turned to them and I said, take the insurance. Hertz charged me $600 for a scratch on a car four years ago because I didn't take the insurance. But then it's just, it's so janky. The chick was like, well, do you want the insurance? I'm like, I already paid for the insurance. She goes, no, you paid through Expedia. So if something happens to the car, we bill you and then they reimburse you. And I was like, you know what? I'm not paying a second time. Everyone wants you to pay for insurance. I'm like, that's fucked up. And I think you know it. And no, I'm like, I'll take the reimbursement if something happens. But I'm like, that's messed up that you guys are trying to charge me again. Shakedown money. Right, like getting shook down by the mom. And it was just so, it was like, this woman reminded me of my angry-ass Irish grandmother. Like, she was obviously too old to be working. She was pissed off. She's a pissed-off Milwaukeean. Yeah. And I just, I didn't want to rub her the wrong way. I'm like, just give me my car. Like, I got shit to do. I got parents to did see you, and did stuff. Did you get your big uh, fucking uh, shagging wagon? What did you end up did. getting? I did. It was actually, it was a Toyota Sienna. Oh. And it was a fabulous van. I thought AJ was getting a fucking Econoline. I don't know 
why you thought I had like I rented a stalker van. I'm like, oh, all they had was a van, and that was she handed out candy in her van. He thought I had like a broke down ice cream truck or something. But so, so, so you had a nice, nice van. What was it like? What was a uh, gas uh, like out there? Gas is almost a dollar cheaper yeah. in Milwaukee than it is Fuck here yeah, in Tucson. Man. Well, Fuck I just, yeah. I've never in a million years thought I would live anywhere even near the West Coast, yeah. and everybody's like, oh, gas is so much on the West Coast. And I drove past a gas station. I'm like three sixty. Mm-hmm. I'm like it's four fifty in Tucson, and they're like West Coast, You're as far like, west as you can get without hitting California, that's boys and girls. Crazy. So I buy, and I have to. By the way, just Delta. You fly Delta all the time. Everyone fly Delta. Delta's amazing. They have never let me down. They are the best. I've, I have flown Delta a gajillion yeah. times. I love Delta. I, if I if I never fly another airline, it'll be fine. Delta's <laughs> amazing. Rental car companies always just kind of suck, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, so. I mean, outside of that, though, everything went smooth. Yeah. But it was just funny to have that be the first thing. Well, like, I mean, you know how it is. AJ, the whole fucking, like, two weeks leading up to this trip, she's a nervous mess. Yeah. She's anxious. You know, a few days before it, she starts, like, expressing that to me and telling me. So there's a lot of stress involved in this trip. So then, as a you know, to, to find out, like, your very first experience when you touch down is a nut. Like, a, like you did not need that. You needed no. to be able to get your car and maybe swing through a drive-thru and go right to your hotel and get into your bed sheets. It was just. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. It was, you know, I'm like, something is going to go wrong because everything's gone way too smooth. I mean, even at one point, like, they were doing the thing where if you check a bag at the gate, um, you get to board first. And I, like, I didn't really need my bag, but I'm not paying to check it. So I'm like, oh, you can take my... But we had connecting flights, so I'm like, I'm not going to put it on a different plane. I don't trust you to get it from one to the other. Oh, yeah. So this was our last flight, so I'm like, I know I'm on this flight. I'll get my bag. So, like, everything worked out great. That was really... That was the only snafu. I mean... All, changing the flights, adding a night to the hotel, all that stuff was super easy. Which, uh, talk about uh, walking through a fun time in airport history. AJ had the pleasure of traveling on the day that the mask mandate was struck down by a federal judge, which basically, you know, if you've been paying attention, the only real places left that are hardcore, you got to wear a mask are airports and airplanes. Yeah. And I think for some like trains, right? You know, transit, public transit. And out of nowhere, somewhere, Florida, I don't know, of course. It's Florida. uh, Some judge. Which I I still don't understand the logistics of how one judge in Florida can determine something for the entire country, but whatever. I don't get it. Someone sues and ends up in Florida. Florida judge, formerly Florida woman, uh, goes ahead and strikes this thing down. And so you essentially are there on ground zero. What day, was the, it was the day after. Yeah, like like when everyone, when it was front page headlines and everyone's like, what do we do? So yeah, there was mass confusion on the day of, which was not the day before I traveled. Yeah. And those are the videos you're seeing of people in flight taking yeah. off their masks. So you're like stuff. the actual first full day of doing business. Yeah, we got to the airport at like 4 a.m. And like I didn't, I wasn't wearing a mask right away. And then as I got inside, I mean, there's enough people at the airport at 4.30 in the morning. A lot get, of people get at 6 a.m. Get a sense flights. of what's happening. And I, I saw everybody wearing masks. So I'm like, hang on, let me get mine out. Like, if that's how we're going to roll, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm not going to complain. Um, so I wore the mask. And then once we sat down um, at the gate, I realized that people were starting to take them off. Mm-hmm. 
And I was just like... I mean, it had to be like playing on all the news channels that they have always playing in the well, yeah, airport. Was, so you know people are literally reading it like, oh, okay. For me, it. it was the staff. The TSA, none of them were wearing masks. Oh, the TSA took it? Yeah, so as I'm soon like, as the, the uh, TSA yeah, takes it off. Which sure. I get it. I mean, TSA, flight attendants, pilots, anybody who works at an airport, they've been wearing masks nonstop mm-hmm. for two years. So I don't ever want to hear any of you complain ever again. <laughs> But I, I mean, I was over it too. I mean, the day before, like, I forgot how it's so, your ears hurt. It's really hot. I mean, yeah, you haven't been wearing a mask for a while. Yeah, right? so I, mean, I was you're, like, you're you're out of form. It's, yeah, it's, you're you're out of habit. And I was like, oh, I forgot how much it sucks, but I'll do it because I'm a good person. Yeah. I like to think I'm a, a decent person. But yeah, like once I saw that the staff had them off, I'm like, screw this, I'm done. And like nobody wore one on the plane. And on the way there, it was funny because it was very lax, like. People were taking, myself included, a long time to eat their food and drink their drinks. Yeah, really stretching that while oh, you're actively eating and I drinking. I shit you not. I had an inch of water left in my bottle and I yes. made it last an entire hour. Yeah, make that work. <laughs> I was watching House of Gucci and I'm like, I don't want to put my mask back on. But, you know, the flight attendants, nobody said anything. Everybody's just so over yeah. it. I'm sure flight attendants are fucking exhausted of well, all I mean, of yeah, it. Yeah, flight attendants have become, you know, all of a sudden combat veterans. Bouncers, yeah, right? after the last two years. So, yeah, we nobody really wore one. I mean, if you know, it's not like you can't wear one if you want to. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, yeah, and you know what's really interesting about it? Because the entire uh, mandate was set to expire in two weeks. Yeah. So it was really towards, it's not like it's a legal victory um, and, and like this was set in stone forever. Yeah. It was really set to, uh, you know, expire and someone got a court case through in enough time to get it, you know, yanked two weeks early. Which is weird because now there's a talk if the CDC is oh going to re-ask. And here's listen, the- I, I am I'm one of those people. I I can't believe it's become political. I can't believe a yeah, pandemic sure. became political. I'm oh I, I can't believe it had people- to happen during an election. Oh year. my god! I mean, it's so stupid. It happened in an off year. It. The fact that masks became a political statement. Yeah. I can't express yeah. how dumb that is. Yeah. However. I was on board with not wearing a mask anymore. I'm yeah, like, sure. I am fully vaxxed and boosted. I've been wearing a mask whenever I'm supposed to. I'm done with it. I think it should be a choice at this point. I really do, unless there's some huge outbreak that kills a bunch of people. I think we just we just have to move on now. I think it was... Really, um, I really do. Uh, it was the most interesting poll that I heard about it was... I listened to a guy on a Sirius XM named Michael Smirkanish. We basically subscribe to SiriusXM for Howard Stern and Michael Smirconish. That's it, yeah. Everything else, I feel so bad. There's someone right now programming a Jamaican old school throwback <laughs> station, and I'm just never going to fucking nope, listen to it. Neither right? am I. Uh, but I listen to this guy a lot, and he, it's real middle of the road political. He's great, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, just fucking what, what we call in the Midwest dinner table type yeah. talk. And he does these little polls of the day, and his audience reflects him very middle down the road. And the one day he asked, do you think uh, the CDC should now ask for the mandate to go back into place? And it was split 50-50, right? You go, okay, maybe, all right, so that's literally 50-50. Then what do you ask the next day? He asks a different question. Will you wear a mask regardless on an airplane of what that decision is? And then all of a sudden it goes 75-25, which meant there's 25% of people out there who are saying, look, I'm going to wear a mask regardless, 
but I don't give a shit anymore no, about you. And if you don't want to wear it, that's fine. That's how I've been right? most of this. Like, yeah. I'm so sick of trying. I don't give a shit about you. You yeah. make your own choice. Obviously, you want to fight about it. Yeah. I don't care. I wear a mask for me. And I've also, and your best friend just tweeted about this. What do you say? Um, what, what wisdom did he drop? We've all been fair. I mean, I had COVID in July of 2020 for a week. But other than that, I didn't get sick at all. While we were wearing masks. Yeah. And as soon as we all started oh, taking masks off, this, yeah. um, we've had two colds and colds, a flu yeah. go through our house. <laughs> That's what he, he said. He said the same thing. He goes, holy shit, I haven't been sick in two years. All of a sudden, we all take our masks. He's like, can we go back to masking? So, like, I get it. I tend to, I if I travel, I usually pick something up and get sick. Yeah. So, yeah, in the future, maybe I'll wear it, like, in the airport and stuff like that. I was like about that. to say, right? Like, not on like, a plane, though. Not plane rides. I'm over that shit. Depends what kind of plane ride. Like, <laughs> well, like, yeah. like I'm hopping to L.A. in June to see the dead, and that's like an hour and 15-minute flight. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Our flights were an hour and a half and three hours. So okay. that was just enough. For, if and you I, can fall asleep on the three-hour one with I the mask, did. no problem. Um, but still, I'm just, I'm over it. Like, just let it go. Mm. I'm not, you know, and it, it, people... I have a compromised immune system. I'll wear a mask when I feel like it. If you want to say something about it, we're probably going to get in a fight. But why don't you not give a shit what I do? And I don't give a shit what you do. That's better, where I'm at with it. Better look out, flight attendants. Mike Tyson is swinging on people on planes Oh, my now. God. Hey, it was such a slow news morning. I was dying for something to talk about at work. Yeah. And then that came through, and it was like the, the news which, gods rained down on me. Which, thanks for starting my day with that. I, I, <laughs> I, I wake up, and I literally go, hey, hey, how are you, dear? How was work? And she goes, it's great. Mike Tyson fucking knocks someone out on a plane. <laughs> which we were talking about that, too. He walked right off the flight. But I'll tell you what, now that I've done my research, the 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 pat opinion uh says he should have walked right off and they should have uh, uh handcuffed those two buffoons. Well, These yeah. guys were two drunk jackasses who were literally sitting they're in first class, you can tell like by the yeah. seats. So they're in first class and these two dudes are obviously traveling together but not sitting together, yeah. which is the fucking worst if you have two like dudes who are wasted yeah. and they get separated. Because oh now they're going to yell over other people yeah. to talk to each other. So they're on, I guess, opposite sides of the aisle, but they're like the one guy f- just won't stop talking to him and yeah. asks him for a picture. He gives him the picture. I and, say, no, Mike Tyson like, was affable to he them was in the very beginning. Nice. He took selfies with people. Yeah. He talked to the dude. Apparently these guys just wouldn't leave him the fuck alone. And listen... He was the most dangerous man on the planet. Maybe these guys are too young. Maybe all they knew, they, they look kind of young. I think they only know Mike Tyson from, from the hangover. From the hangover <laughs> and now they know him as all peace and love because he goes on Joe Rogan and talks about how he did like, you know, frog venom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the old Mike Tyson before that, before you were fucking born, yes. dude, he was a convicted felon for raping like a Miss America contestant. Yeah. After knocking motherfuckers out left and right in 10 seconds He's for his entire career. Dude, yeah. He's not a dude that I feel like you want to test i i think people i think these guys like you said they're probably too young to realize they, they look don't young. no they're young man big mike is the most dangerous man and it's just such like an it's it, it doesn't surprise me that two young wasted dudes decided push their to fucking luck because you know they were waiting for something to happen you don't you don't poke and prod a bear expecting him to not, not swipe at you. Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. I mean, it's not a football player. No. It's not guys 
that like maybe you hurt or tough? He's trained. This is what he does in the art of knocking people. It's it's, it's like Floyd He's Mayweather. He's got a video game named after right? him. Right, that's the whole fucking point of the game. Is the guy knocks Knock your fucking out. face in? And yeah, like you've tested that guy. It was pretty great though when they. I mean, it was cool to see him just. Right and just yeah, but still, I'm just saying. Know. If any normal a, person would start see? wailing punches on somebody on see? a plane, here I am. We would be arrested midair. This guy just Tyson just walked right off. Look the at phone. my moral barometer. I'm like Will Smith, maybe in the wrong. Mike Tyson, fuck yeah, knock that down. <laughs> no clue. So get this: while AJ was uh, in uh, Milwaukee, uh, enjoying her time and uh, visiting family, enjoying the snow. No, I, I was not enjoying the snow. I I. Enjoyed the sunshine in Arizona and nothing but James Bond films. And listen, I have never in my life seen such bonkers, batshit stuff in movies. Did you not watch James Bond movies as a kid? I was raised by a woman who was psychologically stunted around 12. Yeah, okay. My whole life was Disney movies and, like, The Wizard of Oz. And on top of that, my mom was so anti-fucking violence. You guys, this whole fucking woke crowd, they think they're the first ones to rage against guns. Oh, no. My (laughs) fucking mom in the 80s. She was the OG. (laughs) She wouldn't let me have a water gun, right? It sucked balls. She was so anti all that shit. And I don't know why. Maybe because she hated my fucking dad so much and he was in the army. I don't know. And he loved action movies. I don't know. But if you think in any shape or the form that I saw anything like a Bond movie growing up. So what was your, and I don't think you, I think you may have told me and I apologize. I forgot. What was, what triggered you to say, I want to watch all the Bond movies? Absolutely nothing. Really? I just decided because I'd watched the entire Marvel Cinematic universe he did he watched the entire every single movie when we were unemployed that was yeah. his goal he's like before no, it, i go back to work was it when we were unemployed it was when the the pandemic hit when when we got locked down oh yeah you're all, right yeah. all of a sudden i had some time on my hands that's but, right um so i i that's what i used for the quarantine i was like i'm gonna fucking watch them all we were shut down no problem and i'd never watch any of them and now i watch them all in order and I think it was because I watched some kind of a thriller mystery the other week. Okay. And I was like, you know, isn't James Bond like, he's like the original mystery yeah. thriller guy. And so I just decided that I'm going to fucking watch James Bond movies. And I figure like anything, because I have to, I have to start at the beginning. Uh, back, I do feel like it's smart to go in chronological order. Back in the 60s with Dr. No, that was the first okay. one. You know what I realized? This what? is This is something that I realized. That was Sean Connery the first James Bond? Oh, movie? yeah. Okay, he's the good. First one. I love him. I'm at the next one that I have up, which is uh, something like Her Majesty's Service in Her Majesty's oh, and Service. Her, and, and, yeah, <clears throat> I know. Yeah. I'm talking about close enough. Yeah. That's apparently the first one where they switch bonds. Okay. And then Connery comes back for Diamonds is Forever. And then he leaves again. And then okay. I think I believe it's Roger Moore after that. But so I watched Dr. No and I watched the first four or five. Okay. I'm up to what was the last one? I watched Thunderball, I think. Okay. And this is what I've realized that because this is a this is a British film franchise, yeah. right? I mean, for up for for us now, we really do as Americans uh, forget not everything is centered around us. No, it's not. It's really hard for us, especially the James Bond movies. Those are a hundred percent not American, right? But at all. so like it's hard for any of us. We always think of like you know our place is like the the center. But if 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 you remember, it, it's it's a British series. And the thing that I realized is that the Brits 
are pretty fucking self-loathing because none of the James Bond movies, at least the ones I've watched so far, actually take place in England. No, they don't find uh, England that interesting. Like, I'm sitting here they hoping... Go, they go to British territories. I'm watching these. I mean, it was really interesting. I'm watching these films, and it's just everything's different about them, right? The way we made films is different. The, the film, the actual film, yeah. how we filmed, colors and saturation, and you can see people sweating buckets because, you know... Yeah. I mean, everything is just different. So I'm admiring that. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get some nice... Like, well, what, what was 1960s England like? Yeah. None of these goddamn films are actually in London. No. I mean, you're a, you're a pretty self-proclaimed Beatle maniac. So were you kind of expecting, like, some British history? I mean, I was just expecting, like, it to be somewhat shot there. Like, I was just really yeah. interested in seeing, like, what it might look like. And instead, I got a fucking history on all the territories that Britain had under their control. Because yeah. the first film's in Jamaica. Yeah. And then, like, the second film is in the Bahamas. Yeah. And th- so they go to all their territories. And that's the big thing right now with those two in particular is they're trying to get away I was thinking about that. The UK, isn't, yeah. isn't there something right now where, like, kind of Jamaica got the blessing, didn't didn't they get the blessing of fuck it, do whatever I, you want? I think so, because I know like Prince William and his wife just went on trips there to kind of smooth things smooth over. It over. And they're like, it wasn't really a it wasn't great. Like yeah. it didn't it didn't make them look good. And they like I think they specifically said to them, like, hey, we're done with the Brits. Yeah, and and I, I'm pretty sure they're they're over it too. But yeah, no, they all went to British territories in those movies. So yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to see much um of England as I thought I would. Um, I did get, realize why uh, the Austin Powers movies are funny now. I'd never seen any of these Bond films. So yeah, you Austin realize... Powers is basically like a, a joke on the Bond films. But I didn't realize how spot on yeah. a lot of, like like the Dr. Evil character, yeah. that whole thing is an actual character. Yeah. He's number one, right? In the James... Sorry if I ruined that for anyone watching 1960s Bond films. <laughs> I think... We're past the spoiler, but, but I mean, and like the other, like I didn't re, like I knew that Austin Powers was essentially this spoof of like you know the old spy films yeah. back in the day. I didn't realize how exact it was, how yep. mirroring it was. It is, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was fun, man. I like seeing James Bond clap cheeks all around the world. Oh man, man is he a horror? Oh, the man gets laid. Just. The, STDs, listen, spreading STDs all over the world. Listen to me, man. Fuck. You want it. You, th- I mean, you, if you really, I know it's tough sometimes. You think, man, what's our society come to? If you really want to fucking see how far we've come, I want you to walk, watch some 1960s Bond oh, are films. are they racist? Because they're the most racist, <laughs> sexist, misogynistic, fucking crazy. He is, sm- I mean, first off, if you're a woman, everyone ass is getting smacked, oh, right? Yeah. And I love that they put the sound effect on it, too, that it can't just, <laughs> pay him. And like all he it's has. It's not the thud that it normally is. It's no, the, the movie, yeah. the movie sound effect. So he is smacking asses and just like bringing me in. And you're like, James, I'm married. He's like, fuck your husband. What was the one thing you said in the movie we watched the other night? Oh, oh, that was the beginning of Thunderball. Uh, this is a real now. Thunderball is fucking batshit crazy. It's weird because they go to Japan. Yeah. So this is the first time. And let me tell you how far we've changed since the 1960s to now. Thunderball. The basic premise is: Oh, Russia and the U.S. are on the brink of nuclear war. Oh, go oh, figure. Look at that. We've oh, come uh, so far. Oh fuck! So glad to see we've evolved. <laughs> But somehow Japan gets involved in the mix. So they go to Japan. 
And it's like all the most racist shit in the world like the first, shoved into one movie. The first thing you see of James Bond is him like banging a chick. And He's like in a, Beijing. He's banging yeah. a Chinese chick. And what does he say? Why do Chinese girls taste different? Yeah. I was like, what did he say? <laughs> Dude. What the hell? You had to, you, like, like, I had to back it up. Like, hold on, man. Did he say that? Yes, he did. And then you it missed. a different time. You missed the part. You didn't watch enough of the movie with me. Halfway through, they make him Japanese. Shut I the swear to door. fucking God. Do they make his, like, eyes? Like, they, is it that racist? Oh, yeah. <gasps> they fucking do the eyes. They, they like, cut his hair, and they dye it black and short, and they give him the mo. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It's bonkers, How man. How do they make Sean Connery <laughs> Chinese, Japanese? What? Know. How do they make him Asian? He's got, like, the thickest Scottish accent you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say, too. I'm really interested to see who the, who the next Bond is in the next film. Should be, uh, oh, and your, the next film you're watching. Yeah, whatever that little, yeah. little stopgap Bond is. Because, yeah, he's been the Bond that I know now, and he does not have that much of a British accent. Like, I'm watching no. him like, he's not covering this up at all. I seriously hope that... Is it Idris or Idris? I'm Idris. Say. Idris Elba is the next James Bond. Oh, I'd love to see him be one. He has I mean, a good British accent. Oh, well, he's just... Distinguished gentleman. He is just quite the drink of water anyways. But, I mean, I think it's time for a black Bond, for goodness sake. I'll tell you a few things 2022. that... 2022. A few things that I did know notice man is that nowhere in at least these early ones are they doing like they they they, they don't hone in on the catchphrases no. uh like he doesn't do the bond james bond thing no that comes later yeah uh he's not it's it's not a big deal yet about a martini shaken not stirred like like they kind of make reference to it like oh we know how you like it bond you like it yeah. shaken not stirred but it's not like i remember as a kid whatever the 80s which is what pierce bronson right pierce, pierce and, bronson, and yeah. someone else you know, I remember it being like a catchphrase and being like a moment how they'd use it to sell something on TV. Yeah, no, like, they don't. That's yeah. not, that didn't happen yet. It wasn't that much of a brand. Yeah, listen, they're like $3 a piece on Amazon Prime. So I actually paid money. I paid a whopping like $14 to watch four movies or something. <laughs> but like it was just it was it was a different fucking time. Holy shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and if you pause at the right spots, you can see naked people. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a scene and is it Thunderball you said? Thunderball. Thunderball where uh when uh, he's getting a uh, bath by a bunch of Japanese women. He's getting women. bathed by a bunch of Japanese. <laughs> that's that's enough that's enough oh, that's problematic shit. enough. But then like Pat like pauses it and he goes, "Look, you can see Sean Connery tucking his dong." Yeah, he tucks. <laughs> he uh, tucks to make sure that you don't get a shot of it. That was before like they made him wear like the sheer panties and stuff in naked scenes. That's this was, the other like, part. Tuck it underneath like a drag Let queen. me tell you, half the shit that I'm watching on that movie, I'm just logistically trying to figure out how they did in the 1960s. Because there was no CGI, there's no green screen. I mean, the graphics are not bad for the time. I'm, 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 listen, you may think I'm nuts, and maybe this is why I need a woman in my life, because otherwise... You I'd, did this while I was gone. I did do this yeah. while she was gone. There was no James Bond marathon while AJ was here. He didn't clean the house, but he watched, but watched a bunch Bond. of James Bond So movies. I'm just saying, if you have a few days to burn... <laughs> Who's got and not a steady relationship to worry about. <laughs> Do I have a movie franchise for you? The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. Pat and AJ.com. 
Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.